Thank you so very much for joining us as we take a look at the book. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. I'm glad that you could take a few moments to be with us. We're going to be studying the book of Ezekiel. If you have never studied the book of Ezekiel, this is one of the great books in God's Word. It's, of course, a very prophetic book. You're going to love the book of Ezekiel and the prophecies contained within it. Today, we're going to look at the prophecy of the PLO, or Esau and the Palestinians. What happened to Esau? What about those people, those Edomites that Esau brought into existence? Well, that's our study for today. From the book of Ezekiel, we're going to chapter 35, so get your Bible ready. This study is from a five-hour audio series on CD entitled Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration. And that's available to you if you'd like to get your copy. We'll tell you more about that after the study. But right now, let's study about the prophecy of the PLO. Now remember, Samuel had a prophet was given a responsibility to tell Saul he was the first king of Israel. Here's what it says. And Samuel said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when they came down from Egypt. That's what we just looked at in Exodus chapter 17. Now here's what Samuel has as a message to Saul from God. Now, Saul, go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. Kill them all! Kill them all! King Agag of the Amalekites. Kill him! Kill his wife! Kill all the wives! Kill all the husbands! Kill all the children! Kill all the animals! Do you understand, Saul? That's from God. A couple of days later, Samuel comes in. King Saul, you do what God told you to do through me? I did. You killed them all? I did. You killed all the animals? I certainly did that. What's that noise? I don't know. Now, you you answer my question again. You killed everything? Yes, I I killed that. Sounds like the bleeding of a sheep to me. I've got to tell you, Samuel, I kept some of the wonderfully beautiful, spotless, without blemish sheep so we could offer them as a sacrifice. You know what Samuel said? It's better, King Saul, to be obedient than to offer sacrifice. I told you to kill them all, didn't I? You kill Agag? No. Why? All of his riches? Get him over here. Give me that sword. You can read the text later. Samuel literally took the sword from King Saul and took Agag and chopped him up in little pieces right there. But not all the Amalekites were killed. Some escaped. Go to the book of Esther with me. Book of Esther. Now you you know the story of Esther, don't you? You understand the story of Esther. What happens in Esther? King Ahasuerus becomes the fourth Persian king. 
We looked at that, remember, in the prophecy of Daniel chapter 11. He is powerful. He controls from India in the east to Ethiopia in the west. He has more riches than all the Persian kings that had before him. And he has a queen named Vashti. Now, Vashti is a beautiful queen, but she's kind of ornery. And King Ahasuerus wanted her to do a little dance for all of his guests that he brought in for a drunken party. And she said, I ain't going to do it, Kingy Pooh. I'm not going to do it. And he said, you're not. And one of the king's servants said, boy, if you don't watch out, that could be the beginning of women's lib. <laughs> it was. And King Pooh decided to get rid of Ashtai, and he had a bunch of other beautiful girls come walking by. And he, oh, wow, I want that one. What's her name? Esther? But he didn't know. She was a Jewess. But he selects Esther. She becomes the queen of the land. Esther has an uncle. His name is Mordecai. Every single day he goes to the gate of the city. And he sits in the gate of the city. That's where the wise men would sit. And one day, number two in the Persian kingdom, under Ahasuerus, his name is Haman, comes walking into the city. He is the prime minister of the Persian empire. He walks in, everybody bows except one dude. And that was old Mordecai. Haman walks in. Hey, man, you didn't bow to me. You're right, but he was perceptive there. You bow to me when I come in. Uh-uh, not me. I said you bow. I said, no, I don't bow to anybody except God. Now, I'm not going to bow to you. Boy, this ticks Haman off. He goes into Ahasuerus. Hey, King Ahasuerus, we got a problem. You got rid of Queen Vashti, but we got a bigger problem. There's a Jew out there at the gate to the city. He won't bow to me when I come in. We got to bring him under. Bring who under? The Jews. He's a leader of the Jews. What are we going to do? We're going to have to kill all the Jews. How do I do that? You sign this law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be changed, and we'll kill all the Jews. Now, you know the rest of the story. But let me show you something in chapter 3, verse 1. Chapter 3, verse 1. After these things did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Abadatha, the Agagite. Are you paying attention to what I've been teaching you? Here's Haman, an Agagite. A descendant of Agag. I'll do the preaching, y'all do the listening. <laughs> Agag. Agag. The king of the Amalekites. The descendants of Amalek. Amalek. The grandson of Esau. And all of them killing Jews. The blessing that Esau got. Oh, by the way, Haman has a great, great, great grandson. His name is Herod the Great, who killed all Jewish baby boys two years of age and under. I'll get to that in a minute. But go now to Obadiah. Esther is the last book, basically, chronologically, in the Old Testament before we move into the 400 silent years between the Old and the New Testament. Okay? 
Go to the book of Obadiah. It's on page 941 if you've got a good Bible. Go to the book of Obadiah. It's between Amos and Jonah. It's the place where your pages are still stuck together. Just get over there, please. <laughs> Look it up in the index. I don't care. Just get there. My time is running out while you're looking for Obadiah. I know it's the oldest book in the Bible and the smallest book in the Bible. I'm not the oldest, the smallest. I'm just teasing with you. I'm trying to give you time to act like you're looking for it so nobody will notice you don't know where it is. <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. I'm so mean. Thank you so very much for taking a few moments to study the Word of God with us. It's always a joy for me to gather around the Word of God and look at the prophetic passages, passages that help us understand current events in light of biblical prophecy. And as we come to that understanding, I'm convinced for myself, and I'm sure you probably feel the exact same way, we are quickly approaching the time when Jesus Christ is going to come back. That's what we glean from our study of God's prophetic word. Well, again, thank you. If you'd like to have your own copy of Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration, a five-hour audio series on CD from the book of Ezekiel, we study the entire book, you can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Toll-free from across America. Call up and the people will help you here at Prophecy Today to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD. Again, it's Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration. By the way, you can go to our website and make your order as well. The website address, prophecytoday.com. Now, thank you so very much again for joining us. I'm sure that our study today gives us evidence we're quickly approaching the time of the return of Jesus Christ. He will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound. And dear friend, if you know Christ as your Lord and Savior, you and I will be caught up together to meet him in the air. Boy, with that truth, nothing left for me to say on this little time together with you, except let's keep looking up until...